The Dallas Cowboys will take on the New York Giants here in week three. Who is in and who is out for tonight's game? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your Locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network, your on. team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Locked, Locked On. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, how's it going, sir? Monday morning on a on a uh, Monday night football game. Mm-hmm. This is our first one of these, which is is fun. It's it's always interesting when the schedule gets mixed up, but uh, it's it's weird to wake up on a Monday morning and not be talking about the game. Uh, as, you know, having just happened, we have still a game to look forward to. So I'm excited to talk about it. There's lots of news that came out this morning. Yeah, I mean we're we're gonna get to all the news, but it feels like football weather, at least here on the East Coast. Uh, it's it's cold. It's in the 40s. We've got a pot roast in the crock pot. It's time to go, Landon. This is, this is a fun time of the year. Uh, let's get into some of the Cowboys news. And I don't even, I don't even know where to start. Let, let, let's go Jason Peters. Yeah. Uh, Jason Peters uh, has been signed to the Cowboys 53-man roster. It's been announced that he will be active tonight and that he will play, albeit at left guard. What are your thoughts about that, Landon? Well, I think you know you and I talked about this a little bit because we had heard that this could be a possibility at certain points, but I, I think we had kind of dismissed it. I'm a little shocked. I mean, I got to say, I, I, look, I, I I understand it from the sense of not wanting to move Tyler Smith from left tackle. He's done oh, a good job there. That part there. of it makes total sense to me, right? Absolutely. That part of it makes makes the most sense. And frankly, you know, maybe that's the the most pressing thing here, right? And so from that point of view, I understand. What I don't understand is how Jason Peters agreed to go in and play left guard, having not played left guard, I don't think ever, or at least, no, that's not true. I think he's played guard before, but it was, it's been well beyond a decade since he's done it. Um, I, you know, look, I, I think I'm going to give the Cowboys a little bit of a benefit of a doubt here, even if I shouldn't, because I think they've taken some time to work Jason Peters in here. Um, he's been given a lot of time, so maybe he signed off on all this. Maybe they've been working towards this sort of situation for a while. Um, but I will say from the outside, it's, it, 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 you know, it's scary. It reminds me of the situation kind of in reverse with Zach Martin. Um, and I, I'm just nervous that a you know, 40, already 40 year old guy is being asked to do something that he hasn't really done before. And that's, you know, usually a recipe for for injury disaster so and, and i guess the other thing that really kind of propped up that doesn't really have to do with this game so much right is what happens when connor mcgovern comes back like is connor mcgovern i mean the backup and like and 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 peters is is basically serving as the role that we assume tyler smith would, would be serving in right where he's the left guard and backup left tackle I, I i just have a lot of questions i think at this point yeah uh first of all shout out to pff as you were talking i went and looked up to see if uh jason peters ever played left guard and he did he played one snap in 2019 at left guard for the eagles oh, it was wow. on a, it was on a trick play uh they ran some wild stuff against the patriots but that's it. That's the only snap he has ever played at left guard. Uh, in 2020, he did play 106 snaps at right guard. 
did not grade out particularly well there. I do think left guard is probably better suited for him just because of the footwork, but still yep. this is a new position for Jason Peters that he literally has never played in his lifetime, you know, for a full game. It makes me nervous, but I, but I think you, you nailed it, right? The most important thing here is not getting the most out of Jason Peters or finding the best left guard. It's keeping Tyler Smith at left tackle. Like that's pretty, it's pretty clear that the Cowboys want him to kind of take that spot. Yeah, that's their priority. You know, I yep. mean, I think to get him to continue to to get snaps there and get good there, um, you know, I think they probably had a lot of conversations about like, well, how much better is Jason Peters at left tackle if he is better than Tyler? Do we, do we want to figure out a way to improve the situation without having to move Tyler Smith? And they kind of looked at that and then looked at the situation where Connor McGovern is still with his injury, and they came up with this. I don't know if is this the long term solution. No. I don't know. There's I, I, no way it's the long term solution, right? Like to me, this feels like just my gut feeling. Yeah, yeah. They, I think they feel like Matt Farniak is such a downgrade for Connor from Connor McGovern that if they can put Jason Peters in for 15, 20 snaps to kind of minimize the how bad the left guard spot is, that's what they'll do. When Connor McGovern comes back, Peters will slide back to the swing tackle spot. And that way you'll have your best six offensive linemen. That, that's at least the way I feel like this is going to go. I, I, I also I think there's something to be said for the idea that this could be, you know, game specific be, for this week because the threat on this defense. Well, I mean, you, you're getting Ojalare and you're getting you know, Thibodeau back, but they're still, you know, coming off injury. I would say that, you know, most of the threat you would worry about is Lawrence in the middle, um, you know, some of the interior guys. So Well, even and remember without, too, even, like, Ojalari is like a speed guy. Like that's kind yeah. of his game. I don't know if you want Jason Peters in his first game. That's going against Ojalari. But so maybe maybe there's something to the idea that they just felt like they wanted Peters to be in there because he is one of their best five offensive linemen. But because of wanting to keep Tyler Smith at left tackle because of the the makeup of the defense that they're playing this week, uh, they thought that guard would be the best position for him. We'll see. It seems like a very fluid situation on the offensive line, to say the least. Yeah. I'm not really in favor of rotating offensive linemen. I think you and I both kind of feel yeah, you, you need some continuity <laughs> there, especially like with Tyler Smith. Like You want somebody that's playing next to him that even if they're not great, he at least kind of knows and knows where they're going to be. Um, this not saying this is going to be bad, but it seems like it, it could be a recipe for disaster on the offensive I, line. I think the disaster, if it if it happens, is that Peters gets injured. That that's, that's my, what I'm that's worried my about. number one concern. Is just that he's going to, you know, make a motion or make a move of something that he's not totally comfortable doing because he hasn't played that position for, for a long time. At least it's on old. the left side. At least it's yeah. on the left side. Yeah, absolutely. That I mean, look. You know, I think Duke, Duke Mayweather, uh, Mayweather, uh, honestly riled up some people by saying negligence and I, and I don't think he's wrong necessarily at all uh but I think that from a Cowboys point of view I think that the worst case scenario we're looking for is an injury situation with Jason Peters not so much that he's going to be so detrimental to the offensive line yeah all right uh, let's take a, a quick break so we can tell you about our next sponsor better help it can be tough sometimes to train your brain to stay in problem solving mode when face when you're faced with a challenge in life but you can learn how to find your own solution. Uh, and there's no better feeling uh, than, than, than doing that. So a therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or how small. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, 
BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's available entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey, and you can switch therapists at any time for any reason at all. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can help you get there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn. All right, Landon, let's talk about some other kind of injury news that we have for the Cowboys. Let's start with Michael Gallup. Uh, We were kind of led to believe all week that things were trending in the right direction for Michael Gallup. He was a full participant in practice. The word was that he was going to play. Then we find out Monday morning, no Michael Gallup tonight. They're going to give him another week. What are your thoughts? You know, I'm I'm actually kind of okay and happy with this. You know, I I feel like the need for Michael Gallup this week is not uh, as strong, just considering who you're facing. Um, and I also think that, that it, it shows – it gives me a little bit more faith, right, that, that, that they got that close to Gallup uh, getting on the field and then just weren't comfortable with it and pulled it back. It just makes me feel better about the trajectory of his recovery, you know, that, 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 that they're, they're not afraid to play it – to, you know, kind of play it safe when they feel like they need to, you know. So that yeah. – I, I think that's good. I, I don't know if it's a huge loss, uh, you know, Game plan wise, losing Gallup, you probably were only going to see him for a dozen plays at the most, anyways. Oh, yeah, um, I mean, so, we we talked about this earlier in the week. Like, I just don't know how good of a fit or great of a fit he is with Cooper Rush, who's not really going to push the ball down the field, who he hasn't worked with at all. I'm fine with it. Plus, we should also mention it's a Monday night game on the road. You have a short turnaround here next week. I just wonder if the Cowboys are looking at this like, hey, let's let's give him another week of practice and get him ready for week four uh, when we know we could maybe play him 25, 30 snaps a game. Yeah, it's also it's another road game too. We play Washington there, don't yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think that there is something to that. Yeah, it's a short week, another travel week. Uh, may, maybe not the best idea to bring him back on a short week to have to turn around like that to play next week, so. By the way, I wouldn't be opposed to them holding him out in the Washington game either. I hate Washington's field. There's there's no sense of him playing the first game on that field. Yeah, I think we're we'll get, we're gonna get ahead of ourselves, but I have a feeling that we're gonna have a pretty mighty bout of Dak watch next week. Uh, so I think that that will probably coincide Maybe. with that. Uh, we should also mention Dalton Schultz. Um, very very questionable for Week Three, according to Tom Pelissaro of NFL Media. Dalton Schultz is going to try to go in warm-ups to see uh, how he's feeling. Uh, but if not, they're going to activate Sean McEwen. They've already done that today. I don't expect Dalton Schultz in this game. How big of a loss for Dallas is it? Uh, it's, I mean, it's a loss for sure. I mean, Dalton is obviously one of the key guys that they focus on in the offense. Um, you know, it didn't feel like Cooper was necessarily targeting him a ton at different points until maybe later in the game. Um, I, I think that they will still continue to use tight ends pretty heavily, even if, if Schultz doesn't play in this game. So uh, there will still be a heavy usage of tight ends, I imagine. Um, but I don't know that they'll necessarily focus on one. I mean, I'm sure that with yeah. with Dalton not there, they'll spread the ball around a little bit to Ferguson, uh, to, to Hendershot, who I'm sure that will get opportunity or, sure. or two to catch the ball, uh, and then McEwen as well. Um, I, I think that it, it's a it's a serious downgrade between Schultz and Ferguson. Sure. Um, but I think that you can cobble something together. This isn't a very good defense. Um, 
you know, that they're playing. And, and so I think that they, they can find some ways to you know, create some holes in the middle just through scheme uh, and by the gravity of some of the other things. So uh, they just have to be able to take advantage when the ball comes their way. It's going to be a tough game for the Cowboys offense, though, because of their eight highest played, paid players on offense, five of them are going to miss this game. Dak Prescott, Tyron Smith, Dalton Schultz, Michael Gallup, Connor McGovern. I mean, that's a lot of money that's going to be on the sidelines. I don't know if you can expect a ton from their offense in this game. Yeah, but money doesn't make plays, man. You know, I mean, you got to be got Prescott does. Dak Prescott does, but but you know again like this is not this is not an like an incredibly impressive defense or anything at this point, especially with the injuries that they face. The Cowboys have, uh, you're right, they don't they're missing a lot of their their top stars, but I think they have a, a pretty clean path to run the football well and win this game. You know, with a balanced attack, because I just don't know that this this Giants offense a defense if you keep them guessing have the horses to. I mean, even with Dallas's offense in the state that it is. Uh, to kind of really uh, clamp down on Cowboys' offense if if they're if they are actually functioning. Now that's that's a whole other thing, right? Yeah. If the, the Cowboys can't can't uh, execute, that's that's on them. But I don't know that, that anything you know in this Giants' defense presents to you that you feel like, man, we we had to have Dalton Schultz in this game in order yeah. to win, or you know that sort of thing. I, there's plenty of opportunities for the Cowboys' but offense it, to to win here. It, the Cowboys offense is going to have to figure out a way. Basically I, I'm, I'm saying to score 17 points on offense, like with average field position, that's two touchdown drives and a field goal drive. Like if you can do that, you're going to keep yourself in this game. I'm going to assume the defense is going to make one play in this game to give you a short field or to give you some kind of easy points, but the offense has got to find out or got to be able to get at least 17 points by themselves, probably to win this game. Yeah, and I think they can do that. I mean, I, I think the offensive line is what makes me feel decent about this. And I know that's hard to believe considering what we've talked about all offseason, but the offensive line has played mostly pretty well. You add in a Jason Peters, so it's going to be basically probably a little bit better, uh, maybe until until Peters gets hurt. Um, but I, I think that you know you have a, an advantage there on the, on the line of scrimmage a little bit. Um, you know, these are two not great teams. <laughs> as it, as not it as they're currently constructed, right? Like not as they're currently constructed, yeah. right? Uh, but I think the Cowboys have more talent, and and even with all, even, even missing all those guys, I still think they have more talent, and um, and that that's what I'm hoping will shine through at, at, at tonight. I mean, we can get right into our game preview, but this is a yeah. game the defense has to win. It can't be a slow start. It can't be one of those games where, hey, the Giants had an opening score touchdown and they kind of locked them down. No, this has got to be a game. The Cowboys' defense dominates from the very first possession. Get short fields, create sacks, get turnovers, give your offense you know, easy points. If you can do that, you can win this game on the road. But if they struggle and they just have a down day and they have penalties and they can't get off the field on third down, that's how you lose a game like this. Yeah, I mean – I'm having a hard time, you know, having faith in the Giants' offense to consistently move the ball and score. I mean, just we haven't seen that. You know, it's just it, they've played two games. They, I know that they're two and zero, but man, they've played two really bad teams when they played them. Um, I, I think that the um, on offense for the Giants, you know, they still have Saquon Barkley, who's definitely looking a lot better than he has yeah. in a long time. 
You've gotten a little bit better offensive line play, but not much, to be honest. Uh, you're going to see Daniel Jones want to you know, run the ball a little bit more than we have in the past now that Dayball's come, uh, come in and taken over that offense. Um, you know, th- they've got Shepard. They've got this, this kind of out-of-nowhere wide receiver named Jones who's come in. His, his name's Jones, right? Richie James. Um, Richie James. James. Sorry, Richie yep. James. Yeah. Uh, so you know they have, and you know they've got uh, they've got a couple other guys that they just aren't using. Galladay, and you know that I can understand why they're not using. Uh, and then you know we don't know what we're going to get. Have they ruled out whether or not? Um, I'm sorry, Kadarius, the Kadarius Tony. Yeah, he's not playing. He's, no, he's not playing. So and even if he did, he wouldn't really play. So yeah, and even if he did, it would probably just be one play that you'd be holding yeah. your breath. The, the, the off their offense is going to struggle. You know, I mean, I think I mean on a play to play basis, I think even with the giant, even you know with the Cowboys, not even if the Cowboys didn't turn the ball over, which I mean I feel pretty confident they can because. Uh, Jones is another guy who's going to take a bunch of sacks. That offensive line is not going to pass protect very well. They are going to want to try to run the ball just to kind of head off the, some of the pass rush that the Cowboys are going to have. So the Cowboys have got to stop the run early to put the Giants into third and long, second and long situations. And, and you know, that's where the Cowboys can absolutely have the largest advantage uh, on either side of the ball, right, is when yeah. the Giants have to pass the football and the Cowboys are p- defending the pass. The pass rush will be ferocious against a deep, an offensive line that probably won't be able to hold it. Daniel Jones is terrible against the rush. As long as he's not slipping through the 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 front of the the pocket and, and getting huge gains and then on top of that getting penalties because you're hitting them yeah. late or anything like that, the Cowboys uh, will have a major advantage uh, at the most important aspect of the game, and that's passing the football the, when the Giants are passing the football. So uh, I, I like the Cowboys' odds against this Giants defense um, a lot. And, and I think we can flip around the other side, but I think on that side, I feel very confident about the Cowboys' defense going against this offense. To me, this game is just going to be, can the Cowboys get to third and seven on defense, right? Because if they get to third and six, third, seven, third and eight, the Giants just aren't going to be able to live and be able to be successful in those downs, right? Like, yeah. but if the Giants are in third and one, or they're just not getting the third down at all, that's how you lose this game. It, it, the Cowboys should be able to tee off on Daniel Jones on long downs and distances. It's just getting them there. And we know Saquon's playing really well. We know Brian Dable is one of the more creative play callers in the league. That's what I'll be watching for because like what Dallas did to Tampa Bay, what they did to, to the Bengals last week, they are, they are, I think, the best third and long defense in the league because of Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence and the different fronts that Dan Quinn can use and the, the, the depth in the secondary. That's where they're awesome. It's just getting there tonight's the, the only issue. Yeah, and then again, you know, I mean, they're stopping the run, getting there. Like you mentioned, this offensive line is not – I mean, as bad as the last week's offensive line has, has been and bad as – I mean, you know, beat up as week one's offensive line was at points this might be the worst offensive line they face. I mean, Andrew Thomas has played really, really well. He's come around uh, to, to kind of earning that spot, his draft pick. But mm-hmm. Evan Neal's really kind of uh, he's a taking his lumps as a rookie. Yeah, I mean, nothing nothing negative about it. Just it's, he's a rookie tackle. Uh, and then the three interior guys are basically Jags. You know, there's just replacement-level players in the interior. So uh, the Cowboys have plenty of opportunity to, to stop this uh, defense and control the game. Uh, uh, to control the Giants' offense completely um, and give opportunity to the Cowboys' offense. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and make our score predictions for this game. When I, I, I've i got to assume we're going to see more points than we saw on Sunday night between 
the 49ers and Giants, right? We, uh, hopefully more in this prime hope, I mean, just just for viewership I mean, reasons, you hope so, right? Please, please. Uh, what's your prediction on this game? I'm going to go Cowboys 21, Giants 14. I think it will be a mostly low-scoring affair. I don't think either one of these offenses are going to look terribly great. Um, I think the difference will be that the Giants defense um, – is not good either. And the Cowboys offense defense is good. Like I think the only good unit in this whole thing may be the Cowboys defense. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a special teams touchdown this week. I wouldn't be surprised if some kind of, you know, fluky touchdown happened this week. Um, But I I tend to think that the Cowboys are going to be able to mostly control the Giants offense. Um, You know, I wouldn't even be surprised if it was like 21, seven going into the fourth quarter and the Giants scored a late touchdown or something like that. Right. Um, I tend to think the Cowboys have the better team. I know they're going on the road. I know they're playing with a backup quarterback, but frankly, so are the so are the Giants. Um, so I, I think, yeah, I, I'm going to pick the Cowboys. I understand that they're two and zero, but I, I think if you go back and watch those two games, first of all, one of the teams is the Cowboys have already beat uh, with their backup quarterback, and yeah. then second yeah. of all, the other team. Uh, I don't know. The, the Panthers week two looked about as bad as any team I've seen yeah. uh, any individual game so far this season. So, and, and the Giants still barely wanted to win that game. It's going to so. be a whiteout, though, tonight at the Giants game. Oh, well, um, never mind. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> that's like the uh, – real quick as a diatribe. I, I saw the Washington Commanders had their uh, their black and wild – I don't know. I called it the black and mild uh, uh, uniforms that they released because <laughs> yeah. uh, they are just uh, you know, very mild to say the least. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I worry a little bit about Cooper rushing this game with a new-look yeah. offensive line because of Wink Martindale who – I think Wink Martindale's a little bit overrated. Like, if you have a good quarterback, you can shred that defense because good quarterbacks love facing the blitz. But for young, inexperienced quarterbacks that don't have great arms and aren't super athletic, I think you can give them problems. So for Rush, it's just going to be important to, to not turn the ball over. Like, if it's third and nine and somebody comes in free, just get down, take the sack, live, live the fight another day. What you don't want to see is – him just throwing up YOLO balls or trying to do too much. That again, that's how the Cowboys lose this game. If they're, you know, down minus two in the turnover department, just don't mess up on offense. I know that sounds really well, simple, but go ahead. I was just gonna say that's interesting too because you know you you're bringing back in Thibodeau, you're bringing back in uh, Ojolare. This is a team, a Wink Martindale team that has not blitzed a lot the first two weeks, and and, and that you're 100 percent right that Martindale is. I mean, that's what he's known for, right? I gotta so believe I, that's what he's doing tonight. Right? I, I, I I do too, right? I think I think that this is the week that he that he starts to unleash that. My question now becomes: You're bringing in back two young starters who have not had a lot of time with their defense. You've already got young starters at, in your secondary at corner. Could a lot of that stuff backfire? Because as much as you're right, Cooper Rush. Like, you know, facing a blitz will be tough. If you're asking me who knows their system better, Cooper Rush, uh, the Cowboys offense, or these def- young defenders and that uh, that Wink Martindale defense, the bus may come on the defensive side for some of this stuff. So maybe Wink doesn't start doing the blitzing until he absolutely has to because he may have guys who are inexperienced yeah. and kind of uh, operating in these schemes, and, and there may be bus behind them. I will say this needs to be a yak game for the Cowboys, right? Like yeah. CeeDee Lamb, Tony Pollard, Noah Brown, you are going to get a ton of one-on-one matchups against guys that cannot tackle very well. Adoree yeah. Jackson, who I love, 
can't tackle. Their safeties are very up and down. Their linebackers can't run. Jalen Smith might even play in this game. Like you need to be able to make plays after the catch. And if if we see CeeDee Lamb catch a four-yard slant and take it 50 yards, that's how you you move the ball on offense. That's how you create chunk plays with a backup quarterback. It's going to be up to them to kind of win this game for the Cowboys offense. Uh, so I'm going to pick the Giants as per tradition uh, this year. I just think it's going to be – it's going to be probably a really ugly game. Um, and I just worry about the Cowboys having some more turnovers on offense because you watched the game last week. Cooper Rush could have very easily had like three interceptions. I just – I wonder if they get a little bit of negative turnover luck uh, here in week three. Should be a ton of fun. We want to thank you for – go ahead. One one quick prediction just because it popped in my head. I, I'm predicting a long, let's say 20-plus yard Peyton Hendershot touchdown. I don't know why. Ah, it just, okay. It just, popped, it just popped in my head. So You mean happens, Sean McEwen, right? If, <laughs> I would have said Sean McEwen if I meant Sean McEwen. <laughs> I would have let you say Sean McEwen That's right. if I meant I agree with you. I, this seems like a like one of those ones where you get a Peyton Hendershot like, leak, right? Like yeah, on a really yeah. delayed play, and he's running like down a short the short pass that he takes. Because when you said yak, that's what I thought. I was like, uh, yeah. so, it just popped in my head suddenly. Hendershot taking yes. a, a tight end screen or something, and just like running through the middle of the yes. defense and all the way to touchdown. So let's see it. All right, thank you for making Lockdown Cowboys your first listen every day. Now make your second listen to Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than thirty minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. We'll be back tomorrow to review the Cowboys' win or maybe loss against the Giants and get ready for a short week against the Washington Commanders here in week four. It's a fun time. It feels, it feels nice to have a, a Monday night game that kind of matters because I was, I was pretty down on the Cowboys after week one. This is at least kind of fun to get. Yeah, at least there's some juice game. here. That's, that's yeah, what matters, right? A little yeah. bit of juice. So uh, Make sure you're following Landon on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we'll see you guys next time.